0: Now, we arrive in this world to inhabit our physical body but we have not yet. We haven't yet consciously planned what new possibilities we would discover. We have not discovered how to live over the rainbow. Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor grew up in London. She had no idea the possibilities which, which were going to occur in her life. When her uncle, King Edward VIII, abdicated the throne to marry not only an American but a divorcee, her father became the king, King George VI. And that then had little Elizabeth become the next in the line to be the queen. Now, as we know this weekend, that she was reigning for over 70 years. That's a long time. That's a really, really long time. And they say that only about one in 10 people in the world were born when she became the queen. Now, <clears throat> one thing that we can be assured of is that her life would be grand, right? We can, we can be assured of that because we've seen it, the jewels, the crown, the gowns, and you know the color-coordinated hats. Jackets and shoes. I just, I just love looking at her through the decades, you know, the 60s when she wore the peel hats and the, you know, and then she got a little hip and she, yeah, she did that. But you know what else? We're assured that we're grand too. Now, there are three things that we can learn from, from the book that I just read about the gifts of being grand, and they are faith, love, and being. Faith, love, and being. <clears throat> so let's look at faith. In the book, the parents they they had faith that one day they would be grandparents. They had no clue that it would actually happen. Now in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith. Not by sight. So they walked and they talked and, and they saw their children getting older and grown. And, and they had faith that one day it would happen. And they were so excited. Can't wait. Now what you didn't see in the book is how they went and they spent a lot of money buying things for this kid. You know, the presents and the gifts from being a gift gift to the grands, but how, how, what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight? So I want you to, to think about a time before you were 10. Now, some of you, it might be quite a while, but I don't know if I'm talking about myself, but anyway, think about a time before you were 10 when you were preparing to visit someone perhaps it was a grandparent or somebody you really loved and appreciate so i want you to take a moment those of you out there in love love streaming land too and think about someone you love and appreciate you got it i'm guessing that <clears throat> you had the faith that you would see that person back then that you would possibly see that person. And um, I'm, I'm also guessing that when you did see that person, it felt really, really good. Now, according to royal biographer Karen Dolby, a young prince, William, once confused a guest at Buckingham Palace when he fell over and he started crying, Gary, Gary. Gary, Gary. And they ask this person who was visiting Buckingham Palace, who's Gary? So here comes Queen Elizabeth. She's running across the room and she picks up her grandson. She says, I'm Gary. He doesn't know how to say granny yet. So imagine William. Doesn't know how. So he made up a name for her. Gary, Gary, Gary. And she knew precisely who he was talking about. You see, it's it's, it's like that feeling that I suggested, that memory that I suggested that you look or or remember from before you were 10. And little William, he, he knew for sure she was coming. Gary was coming just like I'm guessing that many of us did. I'm reminded myself about Thursdays. On Thursdays, my my mother... We lived in Gary, Indiana, but my mother worked in Chicago at Eastman Kodak. And she would come home on Thursdays, and not really come home home, but she would go to this pizza place named Flamingos on Fifth Avenue in Gary, and she'd bring home pizza. And so as I recall what it was like knowing it's it Thursday and we were the first latchkey kids when they didn't call it latchkey. You know, mama had to go to work all day and, and we had key to get in the house. I usually carried it around my neck on, a, on a, sh, uh, a shoestring. And we went into the house, me and my brother Leonard. We call him man, M-A-N-N. Just make sure you got that right because when he comes, he's going to want you to know that. And we would go in the house, and we'd have a snack, and we'd do our, you know, our little homework things and whatnot, and you couldn't let anyone in. Don't let anyone in this house. I don't care who it is. And we didn't, because we could get in trouble. But we knew on Thursday that Mama was coming with that flamingo pizza. And this pizza was not like, you know, pizza, uh, the, tri- the little triangle. No, they were in squares. Thin crust pizza. I wish flamingos was still there, but it's not. And so in, 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 in these memories that Prince William, that him anticipating Gary was coming in, and me tasting the pizza before it ever got to the door. We're actually pulling on our subconscious mind, that place that, that, that we say metaphysically is the storehouse, the storehouse of the memories, the storehouse of what it was like back then. That we can tap into those memories as we are looking at what's possible for us today that it's possible for us to feel those good, yummy feelings regardless to whatever is going on in the world. And that when we look at people like Queen Elizabeth, for instance, and and when 9-11, which today we're celebrating and commemorating 9-11, September 11th, that she actually had our national anthem played at Buckingham Palace. They had never done that ever, ever, ever before. Yeah. They did that. And there may have been things, and you know, missteps that happen. They just kind of do happen. But yet, we're always called to be. And in, in the book that I was reading, Miss Richmond, the, the author, her name is Marianne Richmond, by the way. That she said this. Your house is for loving and cuddling and baking stories and coloring and sweet memory making. You see, those memories that we were thinking about before we were 10, that these are the things that that have us experience love. So the second most essential thing in living a, 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 a grand life is love. And in the revealing word, our book of metaphysical terms, Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, he wrote this. He said, divine love will bring your own to you, adjust all misunderstandings, and make your life and affairs healthy, happy, harmonious, and free. You see, love is, is, is like right here. Touch yourself. Love is right here. It's inside of us, and and that love that binds us, binds us to, to the people that we love and care about early in our life, right now in our life, and the possibilities for what is happening in our future. That love binds us. And in A Course in Miracles, it says that if If It is always love, the activity of love, or the cry for love. And so when we see things that happen in the world, and we say, well, why is that happening like that? Why is that person being like that? Why is my cousin, my aunt, my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, whoever it is, why are they acting in that way that is unloving? And perhaps, my friends, it's a call for love. That it's a call for us to, to be the love in which we want to be and see in the world, but also to pull it forward, right? That we're 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 being called to to see these things. We're we're being called to to look over the rainbow to possibilities. And I don't know if you were like I was when, when, when Queen Elizabeth mm, released her body that, that I, I was glued to the television. And even if I had it on mute, I could see the double rainbow that was over Buckingham Palace that day, that day that they announced it. Where'd that come from? How'd that happen? Was it something that, 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 that the heavens were, were opening up and, and celebrating and, and, and saying, come, sister, a, a life long lived at 96? Was it, was it that spirit of her, that, that spirit that is in us as well, that, that was, was joining with the universe in a way that caused a double rainbow over Buckingham Palace? That when we're living into possibilities and we're looking beyond what we see, that we look over the rainbow and know that everything and anything is possible. Now, this connects us with the third thing that I talked about we can learn from this book, and that is being. Now, in the Revealing Word, it goes on to talk about uh, Love also is the pure essence of being, that it binds us to this, 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 mm, it says whole human family, and of all the attributes of God, love is undoubtedly the most beautiful. So we're either extending love, as it talks about in A Course in Miracles, or we're crying for it, we're asking, love me, love me, love me, please love me. But we can't experience love if we're not willing to have it within ourselves. If we're not willing to, mm, to allow that attribute to radiate out. I believe this is what we, we felt on, on the World Day of Prayer as we um, were gathered here in the sanctuary praying prayers from various spiritual communities. That that which we felt was what was already here in this room, and yet we were joining with people all over the world that were living into this world day of prayer. That we're being called to be it. Not to necessarily see it, but to be that which we came here to be, which is love. If we say that that, that God is love and love is God, and we're created in the image of it, then love is present, isn't it? It's present in each of us. It's present in those who we have disagreement with. Yeah. It's present in those that we have disagreement with. And you know, I, I watched King Charles III Third. On television, when he gave his first mm, speech, I guess you call it, or declaration, and, and and he acknowledged Prince Harry and Meghan. They had someone who watches body language and whatnot, and they said that he was moved in those moments. That the king was moved. You know, you know, there's healing that can happen inside of the love that we have. When we allow the love to be and to, to, to radiate from us without any restraint, then love flourishes, love heals. So I a stand in the possibilities of how that family can heal from any, any seeming divide that they have had. Because that divide that they have is the same divide that they have in the United Kingdom is the same divide that is happening all over the world. is the same divide that happens in each of us. When we think we're separate, when we think that someone else doesn't measure up to our expectation, that we're being called to see it rightly, not to make it right, but to see it right, to see that there's no separation. There's nothing that holds any of us back from our own greatness, from our own possibilities that we have. So when we explore the activity of love and, and, and looking at it as an action verb, then we can get into it being about order, that there's this orderly way that things happen in our world, in our life. That we live into right like there was an order that happened when we were born we didn't have any idea what was gonna happen in our future just like the little Elizabeth didn't know what was gonna happen in her future but it was her destiny wasn't it that we each have this destiny we each have this this something something that is is emerging from each of us that we don't even know until we know it But do we block it out? Like the movie that we watched last night, Uh, A Wrinkle in Time, that we sat here and we we actually almost had to get put out of the church because we were having such a good time talking about what that movie was like metaphysically and how it looked at possibilities and how it looked at connection with the universe, that we're all one, that there's nothing that separates us but our own mind you see the little girl didn't want to believe and they kept saying you have it you have it you have it already in you didn't he say that yes that you have it already in you and once she she stepped her toe in a little bit then she realized she could fly yeah it's like that for us that all we have to do is step our toes in wiggle them around You can take it back, put it in again, wiggle it around, take it back. And then the third time, we put our toe in, and then we're able to balance and fly, right? That all things are possible, if only we believe if we believe, if you really believe that you were the spirit of God, that you were the child of God, that you were part of that, that, that infinite connection to the universe, what would you be? You'd be great. You'd be the greatness you already are. And nothing will hold you back from that greatness. You see, our, our, our divine order helps us, assist us in getting to where we want to be in our life and in our world, and that is our spiritual power of the month. And the disciple is Jane, son of Alphaeus, and he represents harmony and balance in centering our awareness. And we can center our awareness as easy as taking a breath. For our breath is our life force. It is that which we take in when we enter into this body. And it is that which we release when we let go of the body. Our breath centers and grounds us in the now. Now there were three things that I had pointed out that we would learn from this book, the book of being grand. And they were faith, love, love and being, faith, love, and being, faith, love, and being, being, we get to be the example. And our affirmation for today will assist us with with all of this that I'm talking about today. I'll say it once, and then I'll invite you to say it with me. I am open and receptive to live an unplanned, unlimited life of being grand. Together, I am open and receptive to live an unplanned, unlimited life of being grand. Again, I am open and receptive to live an unplanned, unlimited life of being grand. Now, let's take that in for a moment. I invite you to breathe with me. Breathing in together and then breathing out now lift your shoulders up like this like you're gonna switch them up all right and we're gonna breathe into that breathe in and then let the shoulders down breathe out and you can wiggle in it if you want centering ourselves in the now and if you have closed your eyes like I did I invite you to open them and say these words again as you are being love. Together, I am open and receptive to live an unplanned, unlimited life of being grand. And so it is. And so it's up to us. Amen and namaste.